Hey, sweet mama, do you want to feel patient and calm with your children? Are you sick of constantly overreacting, yelling, and even experiencing mom rage with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night consumed with mom guilt and remorse for your words and actions with your kids? Do you wish you could have daily alone time to feel restored and connect with God? There is a way to take care of yourself guilt-free and show up as a calm, patient, and kind mama to your kids. Hey, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a stress coach for Christian moms. I'm a wife, a mom of four, and the daughter of the king. Want to know how to become present, peaceful, and calm mama? I'm about to teach you how to connect with God, master your mindset, set healthy boundaries, and be in control of your emotions. My friend, I pray that this podcast blesses you. I'm Elizabeth, and you are listening to Emotionally Healthy Legacy Podcast. Hey mama, today I want to talk to you about what truly matters 10 years from now and how to figure out what is your priority, what is truly important to you, and how to kind of structure your life around that. Welcome back to another episode of Emotionally Healthy Legacy. And on this podcast, I teach you practical things you can do today to be more patient and calm with your kids. Also mindset shifts um, in creating a life that truly supports you. Before we get started, I want to remind you that next week I am starting a group coaching program. I only have five spots for this program. So If you're a mom who feels that you're constantly reacting with your family, you're literally a ticking time bomb that's going to go off at any minute. You feel like you're constantly failing in motherhood. You're not like you're not cut out to be a mom. If you truly feel like you never have time for yourself, you're it's always coming out in this negative energy from you. You're constantly triggered by your kids. You're reacting with your spouse. Things just feel so chaotic and overwhelming. You don't have time to feel recharged and restored. Your life is always go, 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 go. You're trying to do all the things and everything is literally seeping through your hands because you literally cannot just keep up with life and you just want to do something different. You truly want to just change your life. You feel like you want to escape motherhood, but you don't even know where to start and how to do things differently. Here's the thing. You don't need to escape motherhood. You just need a little bit extra support and help. And this is where I came in. I have a group coaching program. It's called Be Less Stressed. It's a six-week group coaching program that's going to be get, get done right before Christmas. And it's all about how to reduce your mental stress in your life so then you can be more calm and patient with your kids. Okay. I teach you strategies, how to figure out what's prioritizing, what to prioritize in your life, what is truly important, how to let go of things, how to ask for help without guilt. I teach you ways to regulate your emotions, how to process stress, how to release stress in a healthy way. So it doesn't come out in negative ways on your family, how to truly feel and know that you're a good mom, how to deal with mom guilt when it comes up, right? So many times we experience so much mom guilt and we literally get stuck in that cycle. And it's a mental state of being that we need to address. I help you do the inner work to try to figure out what is the root of that and how to change that. 
if this is you and you relate with this and you really want to feel like a good mom, you really want to thrive in motherhood, you really want to be more patient and calm with your kids and set that positive tone and energy in your home, then this is for you. If you're sick and tired of feeling like a failure and you're truly ready to change things, I'm inviting you into my group coaching program that starts the week of November 13th. And if you're listening to this, you can, in the show notes, there is an email. You can email me at hello at emotionally healthy legacy. We can email back and forth and see if my program is the right fit for you. You can also message me on Instagram and we can chat that way. You can also set up a coaching call with me, um, a sales call that we can figure out if my program is the right fit for you. So there's multiple ways to contact me. It's on the show notes. I want you to succeed in motherhood. I want you to truly thrive and feel like you are a good mom and actually know you are a good mom and making a positive impact on your family. I don't want you to feel like a failure. I don't want you to feel like a hot mess, mama. You are meant for so much more. So I'm inviting you to invest in yourself and gift your kids and your spouse this holiday season a mama who is calm, patient, and grounded. And you can even tell your husband if he's hesitant in investing, you say, hey, instead of Christmas presents, can you support me and then help me invest into this? So then we can gift our family a mama who's patient and calm. And Oftentimes, our spouses are a lot more willing to support us when we ask them and show them the value and how it's going to impact the rest of the family. Anyways, let's get back into this episode. And today we'll be talking all about what will really matter 10 years from now, right? What will truly matter? What do you value? What is really important to you? That's kind of like, a hard thing to kind of think about, right? Is it your physical health? Is it your marriage? Is it the relationship with your kids? Is it your mental well-being? Is it your emotional well-being? Is it your spiritual well-being? Is it to serve in your church and volunteer and make an impact there? Is it for your kids to play sports and be involved in activities? Does that really matter to you? Is that an important value to you? Is it growing your business? Like for me, this season in my life, it is growing my business and expanding my business. That is important to me. What is truly important to you? That's kind of a loaded question. I want to share with you a story that happened with me back when I was working in physical therapy. So I finished college as a physical therapist assistant, and I did that for a while. And by the way, I did decide to let go of my license uh, this past winter last year because I felt so passionate about coaching. I felt that this is my calling now, and I wasn't drawn towards um, physical therapy anymore. And I decided to let that go because honestly, my favorite part about physical therapy was actually tagging to my patients and building that relationship and connection with them. It wasn't really helping them with the exercise and all of that. Anyways, I remember I was working with a lady that was in her eighties and she's been coming for months and 
she was sharing with me how her oldest daughter was living with them, well, living with her, and how her oldest daughter was just weighing her down and just causing extra stress for her and overwhelm. And we kind of got talking about it. And I said, you know, what is one of your regrets in life? You know, when you think back to like parenting and when your kids were little, what is something you wish you would have done differently? That's always something that I really like to talk to older people about because it kind of helps me make better choices and um, prioritize things a little bit differently right? And so I remember her sharing with me that she had multiple kids, but her oldest daughter was a gymnast and was, she was really good at it. And she would win the state championships. I don't remember if she went to Olympics, but anyways, her daughter was a gymnast and that's something that she did every single day. And she said our whole life revolved around her and her gymnastics. Um, like we never really had family dinners together in the evenings. She never did any chores around the house. She just did school and gymnastics. That's all she did. She's like, we spent a ton of money for her to go to gymnastics. Literally our whole life revolved around that sport for years and years. And she said, you know, I do regret my daughter being in gymnastics and spending so much time and money towards that. And I'm like, well, why? You know, there's so many people that do that, right? And she's like, because in the long run, it did not matter. Right now, later as she got older, she had to develop health issues, back issues, leg issues because of the gymnastics. She then stopped doing it, obviously. At some point, she gained a ton of weight. She did not learn any practical life skills, to do anything around the house, to do any cooking, cleaning, none of that. She got married. She didn't know any like relationship kind of tools, how to, you know, be in a relationship and um, communicate and all of that because everything revolved around the sport. Anyway, she got divorced. Now she lives with me. She doesn't do anything around the house. She doesn't wash any dishes. She doesn't do her own laundry. She doesn't pay the bills. She doesn't know how to do any of that. And she's in her forties and now she's a burden. And I wish I would have done things differently when she was younger. And that really kind of made me, you know, think about sports a little bit differently, right? Because I'm not against sports. I'm just not, I don't find it as valuable down the road, 10, 20 years from now. What I think is more valuable is for teaching my kids how to emotionally regulate, how to communicate well their needs, how to have good relationships, how to build relationships. What I think is important in 10, 20 years from now is to have a good relationship with my kids, have a good relationship with my husband have good health, physical health, mental health, emotional well-being, men, you know, spiritual well-being. I'm a Christian, I'm a believer. That's also a big part of my life. I feel like that is a lot more important to me than sports and activities. And I know that you might be listening to this and you know, you have a completely different um lifestyle than I do and different values and your spouse might have different values but i want you to really think about like what is truly important 10 15 20 years from now 
What is really important in the long run? At least like for me, it's relationship and my emotional, mental, and spiritual and physical well-being because it's all interconnected, right? And that's why I'm so passionate about the work that I do because I believe it truly matters 10, 15 years from today. There's a book that I listened an audio a while back and it's called why i didn't rebel and it was written by um a lady in her 20s and she did a bunch of interviews with kids that were not kids already but like teens i would say she did interviews with people in their 20s and 30s and people that rebelled and kids that did not rebel and she research not like christian families and non-christian families and she just did the research and what she came back with and she learned is that kids that had a good relationship with their parents had an emotional connected safe relationship with her their parents and spent time with their parents on a regular basis did not rebel and it didn't really matter if they were christians or not christians If you're listening to this and you're a believer like me, like I know sometimes, you know, that's a big thing that we get hung up on, but that part didn't matter. What mattered is if they had that safe emotional connection with their kids, the parents, and if they spend regular time with them. Here's the thing. In order to do that, you have to create time for that. And in order to create time for that, you need to say no to other things. You literally cannot do all the things. You cannot have your kids be in all these sports and activities and volunteer and work two jobs and a side hustle. And like, you won't have time for self-care. You will not have time to connect with your kids and spend time with them. You literally will not. Every time you say yes to something, you say no to something else. I remember this quote that I read in a book, The Joy of Missing Out. By the way, amazing book. Really, really recommend, like 100%. Really good to help, book to help you figure out like your priorities and values, what truly is important to you in this season of life. And she talks about, um, and I'll make an episode on this, but instead of like, you, you can never have everything balanced in life. Like it's counterbalanced. Sometimes you lean into one thing for a season and then you counterbalance and you lean towards another thing for a season. Like right now I'm leaning more towards building my business. I'm leaning towards that for this season. And sometimes the next season I will, let's say, lean in more to connect with my husband and spouse or lean in to connect more with my kids or lean in more into like connecting um, or focusing on my physical well-being. You literally can't do all the things all the time, but you kind of counterbalance and lean in towards one thing for a season and then lean into another thing. But we'll do another episode on that. That's not what is important right now. Right now, I'm talking about what will really matter 10, 15 years from now. When you figure out what is truly important to you, let's say what is really important for you is to have a good relationship with your kids, have a good connected emotional relationship with your kids. Well, it starts with you. And if you're mentally in a bad place, you're going to be emotionally in a bad place. And it's going to be really hard to create that emotional connection with your kids. That's why it's really important to get you in a better place, right? That's where my work comes in. So if that is important to you, then it's going to be easier to say no to things that don't align with that value. 
So if you have people that are asking you to volunteer and do all these things at church or at school, it will be easier to say no because it doesn't align with your values to spend time and connect with your kids, right? To have more family dinners together in the evenings. And one of the ways that actually Tonya Dalton, she talks about in The Joy Missing Out, there's like this whole graph about how to say no and how to figure out if it's something you say no to or say yes to. And um, I'll, I'll totally do an episode on that because I think it's so important. And one of the things that she was talking about how to say no to someone who asked you to do something and you feel like it doesn't align with you in this season of life and you say, I cannot give it the time that it deserves. I really like that phrase. Like, thank you for thinking of me. I appreciate it. I'm going to have to pass on that. I cannot give it the time that it deserves. Whatever it could be, some volunteer or planning an event or hosting something or whatever it might be. I thought that was a really creative way of saying no. That kind of like explains and doesn't necessarily leave room for all these, you know, extra questions. Anyways, what I want you to walk away from today, let's circle back. And this is my journaling prompt for you is I want you to write down is what truly matters to you. 10 years from now, what is important to you? Is it the relationship with your kids? Is it relationship with your spouse? Is it relationship with God? Is it your physical well-being? Is it the mental well-being? Is it emotional well-being? Is it your kids playing sports? Is it the volunteer? Is it your business that you're growing? What is truly mattering to you? Is it your career? You know, what truly matters to you 10, 15 years from today? And that will help you figure out what the priority is to focus on. And it will help you make it easier to say no to things that don't align with those values. And you know, sometimes our spouses will be on a different page with us and they have different values and different things that they find value in. And those are some probably uncomfortable conversations, but should happen with our spouses and helps us figure out how to get on the same page together. And um, just a tip with that, if the conversation is getting emotionally heated, that's probably a good time to take a little break from that conversation and come back to it another time. Because when we are emotionally charged and the conversation is emotionally heated, we don't make good choices during that time. And we say things that we regret later. Anyways, Mama. I'm going to wrap this episode here, but if you are listening to this and you feel like motherhood feels super heavy and overwhelming and super draining, and you really want to do things differently, you want motherhood to feel lighter, you want more peace and calm in your home, you want to internally, mentally, and emotionally feel better, you want to respond instead of react with your kids, in the show notes, you see the details, where to contact me, reach out to me. And we can see if my program is the right fit for you. And this holiday season, gift your kids a patient and calm and grounded mama. All right. And so if you're enjoying this episode, please share it with a mama, with another friend who you think would benefit from it. Share my show with her. I know there's other mamas out there that would really benefit from my 
podcast. And um, also you can take a screenshot of listening to this podcast and tag me on Instagram. And I would really appreciate that. And I will see you next time. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.